Praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius here, and today I want to continue the sermon on the rest of God. As we have said in the earlier broadcast, God said on the seventh day he rested. And in another place he said, Let's the enter into my rest. And we have discussed in the previous sermons that the rest of God is the 7,000th millennial reign on earth, the 7,000th years of the millennial reign of Christ on earth. The seventh day, one day symbolizing a thousand years. So 6,000 years have been given to mankind and the 7,000th year is the millennium reign. And you see in the book of Revelation chapter 20 that there will be 1,000 year reign of Christ on our way, there shall be peace, the Prince of Peace is what we call. However, we can begin to enter a rest right now in our lives, which is the healthy state of being. That is another rest when we believe in Christ, according to Hebrews chapter 4, say we that have believed have entered into a rest also. And that is the victorious living. When you have a victorious living in Christ, you are in a, in a form of a, a, a rest. And remember the Lord Jesus Christ gave a calling in Matthew chapter 11 to show that we are invited to come and partake of this rest also, the rest of victorious living for Christ. When we have dominion over all things on the earth, it's also a rest. In Matthew chapter 11, the Lord Jesus Christ was talking and he invited everybody to come unto him. Verse 28. The Lord Jesus Christ talking, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So that is another rest. That is the rest that Christ is talking about, which is the rest for a healthy state of our mind, healthy state of our being. Christ promised that he will give us rest if we will come. And he expanded on that rest and said in verse 29, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my body is light. So this rest that Christ invited us unto, when he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and evilly, and I will give you rest. How you will get into that rest is by taking his yoke upon you. And he said, I am meek and lowly. Now ye shall find rest unto your souls. The rest from all the pains and agonies of life, the peace of mind, no matter what is going on in your life. I'm going to describe that healthy state of mind in a moment and then discuss why some people fail to enter into the rest of God. And then we'll talk about how to enter into that rest. Maybe three, three parts to this exhortation this time. Now let's continue in the rest. This healthy state of mind that Christ said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
we see that this rest has to do with peace of our mind, peace in our body, peace in our life, and that is the rest. When you have delivered and freed from all those evil things that is, called, that is going on in the world, and your needs are met, it's a form of rest. And when you have somebody you can call upon in the heavens that will answer you, God say you can call upon him and he will answer you. That is a rest in itself. Let me let's go some Bible verses in God's spell of John chapter seven. Describing this earthy state of being that Christ has called us unto, which is the rest of Christ when we live a victorious life in Jesus Christ. Gospel of John chapter seven. Beginning from verse 37, this is another saying of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said it in, in the temple when he was there. He said, In the last day, the, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, if I start now, I explain it. He said, But this is speak. This speak he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So the Lord said, Come and he will give you rivers of living water from our belly. And you wonder, what is that rivers of living water? It is rivers of joy, as when I describe it, rivers of peace of mind rivers of happiness, rivers of good health, rivers of uh, ex no, everything that you can think of good great things that God wanted to give is really like rivers. A river is continually flowing and then it also is flow to other people. So joy it will be another form of one of the things that will be flowing in you. Peace will be flowing like a river is said. Rivers of happiness, rivers of kindness, rivers of love for other people, love for the for the body of Christ. There's a river, I said, there will be rivers of living water. And it's all, well, water that is living, something that's going to bless people. If, any, if anything is dying, the living water will be kind to them. So, what he's saying is, when you come to Jesus and He gives you the Holy Spirit, part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit that will be coming out of you will be in the form of a river to bless other people. Rivers of living water. Let me let's describe again in Galatians chapter 5. And see the attributes of the Holy Ghost that is given you, called the fruit of the Spirit. In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, we see what is described by Apostle Paul by the fruit of the Spirit. And this fruit of the Spirit is love. And it has all the attributes. And let's see the attributes. And these are the rivers that should be flowing from you and I, and that should be flowing from you and I, in case it's not flowing. And he said in Galatians, chapter 5 that the fruit of the Spirit is love. And then he went further and said joy. That's verse 22. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, that's self-control, now, all of those, th I think that every, every attribute that I described there, you can say each one is a river. 
So when you see they will be flowing inside us rivers of living waters. So you can expect rivers of joy flowing within us, within you. Rivers of peace flowing within us. Rivers of long suffering. Rivers of gentleness that will be blessing other people. Rivers of goodness that people will see that this fellow has changed. Rivers of faith. Rivers of meekness. Rivers of temperance. That is self-control. So when Christ said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, it is from the Holy Ghost that is given to us. So that is the healthy state of mind. Now I want you to know that when we appropriate all of these attributes of the Holy Ghost, then we will be in a healthy state of being. And then we are overcomers because those are all the things we need to overcome the world and overcome the devil. Love and all its attributes is what we need to overcome the world and to overcome the devils. So what are we saying? We are talking about the rest of God. This is the rest that he says he has come to cause the weary soul to rest. The weary soul. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy lady and I will give you rest. Now you say how does this fruit of the spirit trans translate to rest? I tell you that is the rest. When you have joy flowing from within you, no matter what is going on around about you, and you have joy in your heart, that is a rest from all the trouble. Because the doctors will tell you that one of the greatest problems that causes disease in human beings is anxiety, depression, and all those things. They are caused by too much uh, stress. What causes stress? The mind is full of things that he just couldn't handle. And that is what causes more diseases in one being. But when you have the rivers of joy flowing within you, and then rivers of peace flowing from within you from the Holy Ghost, then you have overcome stress. I remember in, uh, in my engineering career, there was a class we were taking, and the teacher, the, the, uh, the instructor was teaching the students. And by the way, he was giving them a, a by the way instruction that when you are doing engineering, you may be full of stress. I was telling them how to release stress and I raised up my hands and said, let me tell you how I do release stress. Every time I'm doing my engineering work and it's looking as if it's getting stressful, I step aside, go to the restroom and pray and praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Just praising the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank Him with a few Bible verses or a song. And then you come back, the stress is removed. That is the rivers of joy that will be inside you, or rivers of peace that will overcome stress, which the Holy Ghost will give to you when you take time to step aside and praise the Lord. That is joy. The joy in your heart will make you praise the Lord also. Or sing praise to the Lord, or even just pray, thanking Him. When you say prayer, that's something you are praying, God help me, help me, God help me to do this, God help me to do that. No. Just thank, just talk to Him and say, Thank you, Father. For you have already helped me. Thank you for the wisdom you have given to me. Thank you for the for the brain you have given to me to be able to be in the engineering or whatever your career. You are thank him and then say, well, I have this issue here. Help me to resolve it. And go back to that job. You just say, I have done that over and over, over for all these 30 something years of engineering career. And I have testimonies upon testimonies of how the stress never come. Why? Because I will step aside to praise the Lord and come back to this job and eight day it is. Let me give you one particular example. I was working on what you call computer development, software programming, and it was giving me a few trouble. I couldn't figure out where the bug was. 
and I just went, time for me to pray. So I just step outside and went to the restroom. When I, each time I would go to the restroom there, I would just lift up my eyes and say, Thank you, Jesus, and release the stress. And thank him and praise him for a few minutes. Because what, what are you doing in the restroom? The only time you are urinating or pooing, you can take that time to just talk to the Lord and just praise him. Don't be praying and asking and asking and asking. Just give thanks to him. Give thanks to him. We refresh your mind. We refresh your brain. And then I come back. When I come back, what I've been looking for, the book that I've been looking for, my eyes just went straight to it on the page that I was open up in my that, and I just question myself, why did I do that that way? That was how the Lord helps when you have taken time to step aside and praise Him. Because He cares not only for the spiritual things, He also cares for your physical things. Let me give you another example, another testimony. These are testimonies of things that have happened in my life. And many people have testified of these same similar things that have happened in their own life. Even in this career that you are trying to struggle to get to make ends meet, to make money, if you take, put God in it and make take make God to be part of it. I mean, put God first, then you will see that you will be successful. I was many years ago, also in 19, uh, 1981, I was trying to do electronic design for an, a person, a friend. Actually, where I was working, I was working as a as a tester, and I helped the guy to design and test him equipment. And I actually did the design myself and I bought the components and I put them on the on the connect the components together, connect the wires together and then put them back and when I was trying to test make it run, it will run for a while and then it blow a fuse. And again I tried it again, I will replace a diode that blow it will run for a while, it will blow another diode. And I thought, what is going on? Every every specification was correct. What is going on? I will step aside and pray and just come back to it. Now, overnight, the Lord showed to me in a dream and told me to put on my shoes because I was thinking this is just physical engineering that I studied in college. Now, he said, put on your shoes because you don't know when what you are trying to do physically, the enemy has stepped in and turned it into super, supernatural. So it's no more a physical barrel, it's not a supernatural barrel. So the Lord told me, put on your shoe. And what does that mean when he said, told me to put on my shoe? That is, put on the gospel shoe. Your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Okay, when I woke up that morning, I understood that. So when I got to the office the second day, in putting on my shoe, what I did was to lay my hand upon that equipment that I just built and designed. And I said, you equipment, whatever demon is uh, blowing the fuse, it is not the specification that is wrong. Whatever demon is messing me up here, cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I did that, and I turned the thing on, it was fine from that time forward. For years, we used that equipment for doing the tests we need to do. So what we are, we are saying then is, Christ said, you will have a rest in God when you take God first. Come unto me, all that labor and heavy living, and I will give you rest. So you can see that was a rest for me. Something that could have been making me panic after so many fuses were blown. And we kept buying more fuses, but God just gave me a rest. Cast the demon out. Don't think this is physical. This is not a natural occurrence. This is now supernatural. But see, that is because the Lord is with me. And He is saying, You come to Him, also He will be with you in every situation. 
That's why Christ said, I, am, I will give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. And he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in that. He said, you shall find rest unto your souls. He said, my yoke is easy and my body is light. See, what do you think about that? I didn't have to do any super specific thing. Just pray. Just walk with the Lord. And then he guides me in what I need to do that has to do with my career. And these are testimonies of other people who have other testimonies that are just as good. Now let's go further in another example. The Gospel of John chapter 8 verse 12. Christ said, rivers of living water will flow out of our belly. This is the healthy state that he has promised that we shall have that healthy state of being when we are having the rest of God. This is called the victorious living victorious living as a christian let me give an example when you say victorious living we are expected as believers to have authority over all things on this planet earth when god created adam in genesis chapter 1 let's read that genesis chapter 1 the command that was given to man which he actually started from adam is to subdue the earth in genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and verse 26 God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. For what? And let them have dominion. Dominion means authority, control. So that we will be able to control things on this planet. Anything. Just like the example I just gave. I was designing this machine myself and the devil was trying to mess it up. I authority, I have authority to control the devil that said, Get out of this place, don't bother my work of my hand anymore. And that is dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air. See, fowl of the air is also symbolizing demons, spirits. So not only just physical fowls or physical fishes, even spirits that manifest in form of fowls of the air in the spirit. He said we have to have dominion over them. And that is an example where you can cast them out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us the authority to cast them out. We are talking of kingdom living, which we call dominion principles of christ which he has given to us you have to live that victorious christian life as part of the rest of god that he has given to us and he said over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of god created him that is this dispensation at this end time when god is creating sons of god in his image this was prophesied in the book of genesis and this is the generation that we should be taking authority over all things and have dominion over all things that God has created and you can also see that in the book of Psalm 8 where David was relating it to us that God has put all things under the feet of man this is we whom he has created in his image it is both prophetic and also being fulfilled in our time Christ came to demonstrate it verse chapter 8 of Psalm, the book of Psalms verse 1 says oh Lord our Lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thy enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger when i consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained verse 4 is where i'm going say what is man that the will man be god has put all this under our feet what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visited him Verse 5, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou made him to have dominion 
verse 6. Thou hast made man to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. You hear that? God has put all things under our feet. But we have to now begin to exercise our authority and dominion over the earth so that we will live that victorious Christian living in peace. That's where we get into that rest of God when we are having the victorious living in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said he has put all things under his feet and all sheep and oxen yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the hare and the fish of the sea and whatsoever passeth through the parts of the seas. O Lord our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. So we can see that the Lord has said he has given us this authority over things upon the earth so that we can have we can exercise our authority and dominion and then we have that victorious living in Christ Jesus. And that is the rest whereby he says it shall cause the weary soul to rest. What I'm describing here is the healthy state. I described in the previous sermon that there are three types of rest God was referring to. The first one he was referring to, he said, God himself said he will rest. That was prophesying about the millennial reign of Christ, 1000 year reign of Christ on earth, will be a rest. And people that please God, that will be that are sins, and those Jews that were, that were satisfactory to God, they will enter that rest, they will reign with Christ on earth and for 1000 years, which is coming soon. Now, the rest, I also, the second type of rest is when he was taking the Hebrews out of Egypt, taking them to the promised land. And then when they, those who, who disobeyed they, and did not believe, they were they swore that they would not enter into Israel. That could be the physical Canaan land that they didn't enter to, which we know that was Israel now. They didn't enter to that Canaan land. Or they also could be talking about that they were forbidden to enter into the millennial reign of Christ on earth. So that's two types of rest. Then the third type of rest is the rest that we believers get into when you believe and you are saved. And Jesus Christ is calling everybody unto him by saying, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, he's not talking about the millennial rest in that statement. He was not talking about the millennial rest or the rest in Canaan of Galilee. No, he was talking about the rest, the peace of mind that is given to us through the Holy Spirit. He said, I am meek and lowly in that, and you shall find rest unto your soul. And he also said in the, in the Gospel of John that we just read, that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water which is talking about the holy spirit that is going to be flowing in us rivers of joy rivers of peace rivers of long suffering rivers of faith rivers of of gentleness meekness and temperance those are the, and goodness those are the rivers of living water that we flowing out of us and when you have those rivers, you have peace and you are in the form of a rest. Because you have you be able to, to, to live this victorious Christian living, having control and dominion over all things. That is what Christ is talking about. And another place where he mentioned this is in the Gospel of John chapter 8 verse 12 that I want to read. Let me read that and see what the Lord Jesus Christ said. Jesus Christ said unto them that I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now, when we have light and not walk in darkness, then we see clearly. And when we see clearly, then we walk properly. That's another form of rest, because those who are not at rest will stumble in darkness. Christ said, I am the light. When you come to Christ, you will walk in the light. When He says you see clearly, you, see the, you also can see the future. 
The Bible says in the place and the book of Solomon, one of the Proverbs of Solomon said, Man does not know in the, in the what is ahead of him, that is another mystery for man that is really bugging mankind. But you see, when you walk with Christ and He is the light and He shows all the light, He said, The Holy Ghost will show us things to come so that you are not just walking in darkness. That in itself is another form of rest. Why? Because you are confident that the Lord has show, what the Lord has shown to you is how it's going to happen. What he told you exactly is what is going to happen. Let me give another testimony. And that because we, we say we are not boasting of ourselves, we are boasting in the Lord in all these testimonies. Because somebody say, Well, your testimony makes me feel like boasting. No, it's not boasting in yourself. We don't boast in ourselves, but we boast in the Lord. Like the Bible says, in that glory, let him glory in the Lord that you know him. This is a testimony that we we know the Lord and the Lord is with us. And I want you to know that, that if you work with the Lord, it should be the same thing. So this testimony is not localized to a person like me only. It's many believers give similar testimonies. Let me tell you one way. I say you will see the light of this life like Christ said in Gospel of John chapter 12, chapter 8 verse 12. He said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall see the light of this life. Before I, before I got married, when I was still on tips of planning, the Lord showed to me a vision where I saw all my children before they, before I even got married he showed me a vision of all my children and the way they will come and after I got married they came just like that girl, girl, boy, girl, girl just like he prophesied before I got married now you can see you say what do you need that for it gives you light he said that you you know walk in darkness so you know what is coming to happen so you prepare for it why? Because Christ said, He that followeth me, he shall not walk in darkness. You see, is that, look, is that uh, local to you? It is not local. It is what is expected from all those, those who walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who walk with him, he will show you things to come. He said, The Spirit of God shall come and show you things to come, because he shall glorify of me. So that's another example. And here's another Bible verse, Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 27. I'm talking about the rest of God, where you have dominion, you, you live in a dominion, you, you live in a victorious Christian lifestyle. Part of the victorious lifestyle is that you have your needs met. Part of the victorious lifestyle is that you have authority, dominion over all things. Let me give you another example. Because when we are talking about this dominion, people think, oh, this happens in the old time. I remember somebody came to my house long, many years ago. And he was for he followed a friend, and then the first time I was I met this man, so I was trying to share the gospel with him about Jesus Christ. And he said, Well, these things that you guys are reading in the Bible, it happened long, long time ago, it never happened anymore. It looked like God is dead to that man. So I said, No, God is not dead, God is still alive. He said, No, it happened long time ago, forget about it. You guys are just reading fantasy. I said, Let me tell you testimonies of what is happening in your day, in this little me here. And I told him one testimony after another testimony. This man's mouth draw. His jaw just draw. He said, What? You mean this is happening? I said, Yes. That is what I see with my own hands, with my own eyes that, I, that happen in my own little ministry. Not to talk of what others have written that are other ministries. It is happening, young man. It is happening, young lady. You only have to step into it, step into the world, step into the door. Come and come to Jesus Christ. Say, you also see. Say, when you come, by faith you will see him. He will manifest himself to you. And this is why we are saying that Christ 
is the light and when he shows you the light he will show you things to come and you will see him as he has promised gospel of john chapter 14 verse 27 the victorious living where you have dominion over all things so let me give that testimony of the dominion that you are talking about many years ago i actually gave this as a testimony a long time ago i was traveled to travel to a cold region actually germany as a, as a matter of fact in the december season many years ago and let me tell you you say well that's long time it's not long time i'm going to tell you that happened then and that one happened recently it was 1979 it was in germany 1979 i was to travel i traveled for six weeks for training but i have never been in a cold snowy region before living african country and i didn't like the snow so i prayed i said lord i want the snow to just stop while i will be there and i was to be there until december 24 you may say well the snow could come and go but see december it was a snow season and i just pray and say there must be no more snow and i declare to everybody that went with me in we have about six of us we six of us went for a, for a training so i told them as long as i'm here there will be no more snow until i leave this country they laughed at me and then the snow stopped the second day after we arrived there, no more snow. It was cold, all right, but no more snow. And uh, we were able to travel all over Germany for this tour. And the last day was December 24. I even told the church where I was visiting that there will be no more snow as long as I'm here. And I was invited to preach in the in in fellowship. And I told them, somebody was translating it for, from English to German language. And I told them that I prayed that there will be no more snow until i leave december 24 and if any of you like snow you should come after i leave but if you don't like it you also can take control over it i was talking about victory and dominion over elements in my testimony in that sermon on that day and the lady that was translating said oh we don't want the snow either i said well if you don't want the snow you better take authority as i'm telling you how we can exercise our authority right now in this sermon and the snow was stopped and as a testimony to this, the last day when I was about to leave, December 24, as I was packing my bags and I was to go out, a little drip started dripping and the hostess that I was staying with called me and said, oh, come and see, because I told her there will be no snow until I leave the country. She said, the snow is falling. I said, no, I looked through the window. Yeah, a little bit started falling. I said, no, 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 I'm still here. I'm still here. And the snow stopped. And then we went and I went to the airport and left. The rest of my crew that we went together, the remaining five people, they decided to stay for Christmas. And they said they were going to stay for Christmas. And I left December 24. But they came back after Christmas and told me the whole story. They said the second day after I left, it was standstill. Nobody could move anywhere. Snow heaped up all over Germany. I said, I told you. I told you, Jesus Christ, answer my prayer. Or somebody said, well, why do you have to pray to stop the snow? I don't, he said, somebody said, maybe it's not my prayer, whatever it is, I'm saying, we, saints of the Most High God, we have dominion. This is what God has told us. He has given man to have dominion, and we are to exercise those dominion right now. What you want will happen if you decree it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of heaven and Lord of the earth that will make it happen. And he's telling us that he has given human beings, we human beings, the saints of God, that he has created in his image, you and I that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ are the ones that are the saints of God. He has given you this same right and this dominion upon the earth to take control upon elements, rain, snow, even sun, sun flares, we can take control upon it so that it does not affect 
this planet when we don't want it to affect this planet. That is the will of the Bible said Elijah was a man of like passion like you and I. James chapter 5. And this is exactly why the Lord is making us to understand to see that Elijah was not different from us. Verse 17 of James, the book of James chapter 5 said, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth our fruit. You see that? So the Lord is saying, we can live this same victorious living by simply following the principles of the word of God and taking our authority because he has given this planet to us, man, whom is creating in his image. Praise that I will continue this in the next broadcast. Write to us, Gospel Distribution, Box 710274, Phoenix, Arizona, 85050. God bless you.